Guess what? I'm moving country again. I don't know. Maybe a year. Maybe more. Where's home? Home's everywhere. I'm an expat. Hi, it's Pauline from Meet the Expats, and in today's episode, I meet with Lucy, a young South Korean woman who has quite the experience abroad. I mean, she's been living in Asia, Europe, now Canada. She's also the founder of Hey Globally to help expats find a job abroad and podcast hosts to self-made expats. Hi, Lucy. <laughs> Wow, what an intro. Thanks so much, Pauline. <laughs> I, I am a huge uh, fan of your podcast, so oh, I'm super you. honored to be here today. And thanks so much for having me. Super excited. I'm thrilled to have you, also fellow podcaster and expats. Before we jump in, I wanted to touch on learning new languages. As an expat, learning your new country's language is key to your integration. And with Lingoda, a non-dying language school, and this episode's sponsor, you can get up to level very fast. It's super flexible with live classes available 24-7, which you can choose among different levels and the class topics. Lingoda is providing a special offer for this month of November only, with 30% off sprint challenges on their website with the Black Friday offer. And for Meet the Expat listeners, get 20 euros off extra on the sprints. So with sprint challenges, you choose between 15 or 30 classes for the super sprint challenge within one month, and then take those classes and get 50% cash back or 100% of your credits back. Those sprints are a great way to immerse yourself in the language and build up the confidence you need to speak it well. Just sign up using the code MeetTheExpats to access this limited one-month offer for November and get the 30% off plus 20 euros off any of these sprint challenges. The link is in the description. So Lucy, you're living in Canada now, Toronto, right? Yes, yes, yes. Well, before we get to that part, let's go back to the beginnings of how you moved in the first place. What got you the itchy feet? Oh, oh gosh, that's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> you said uh, in the beginning, I'm from South Korea, born and raised in South right. Korea. And after university, I moved to Singapore. That's the first country where I moved okay. for work. But before, during university, I studied in Sweden for one year as an exchange student. So that was my first kind of like experience of living abroad for a long mm. period of time, I would say. And then after Sweden, um, I lived in Singapore and then moved to the Netherlands and now um, in Canada. So All right. Sweden is, is more of a study over study abroad thing. So mm. I can talk a little bit more about like Singapore because that's the country yeah. where I first moved for work and with no deadline to come back to my home country. Going back a little bit, you say you moved for work, but like, did you proactively seek that? Or Yeah, that's a good question. No, I seek that actually. So um, I always knew that, you know, South Korea is such a small country. It's a great country, but a fairly small country. It's a very homogeneous country. Okay. And I always had a thirst Oh, since I was young that I wanted to move abroad. I wanted to live abroad and, you know, experience different, different kind of cultures. I always knew that deep down that like, you know, my ultimate goal is to move to North America, either, either oh. you know, to the state. Yeah. I don't know how, but like, I guess, there. Like, <laughs> I guess like in, in Korea, we are very, how to say, we, we are exposed to a lot of American 
like yeah. American dramas, like Hollywood, you know, high school, yeah, those kind of stuff. So I guess like I was very used to like American culture. So I always kind of wanted、mm. to move to the states or Canada. So I knew that deep down, but I knew that hey, you know, I don't want to have a huge culture shock. <laughs> The first place, so I want、yeah. to go step by step. So that's why, like, when I was working in Korea, I was thinking, okay, so how can I move abroad? Where can I move abroad? Okay, so let's move to somewhere in Asia, but still international kind of countries where you know a bit、okay. more westernized countries in Asia. So it's either Singapore or Hong Kong. So I traveled to both countries, and I felt that I vibed more. You know, I felt like more comfortable in Singapore.、Mm-hmm. I like Hong Kong as well, but Singapore is more. I find that like more Westernized. I feel that everyone speaks English, so I don't have to learn、yeah. new language. So that's why. So I was work when I was working in Korea, and I had a friend in Singapore as well. So that actually like helped, helped. as well. Yeah. yeah. So I actively was seeking an opportunity there, and luckily I got a job. So. I moved to Singapore and yeah,、right. lived there for four years. So that's、uh, my my story. I love how you because some people, you know, they just like jump right in. I've had people on the podcast where yeah, I know, I don't know, this country seems nice, so I applied and a job came up, and they've never even set foot in the country. Things <laughs> that you know they leap in, and I like how you like. Okay, I'm hesitating between these two. You went to travel, actually experience it, and. Find the match and yeah. yeah, really planned it out, which has been great. Took the time. Yeah, yeah, because I feel like sometimes, like as an outsider, like the, the country, like let's say like Singapore or Hong Kong or you know Canada or Netherlands might look really nice, but like when you actually、yeah. move there, maybe it's not the country for you. Maybe like it's just not for you, right? So yeah, I I I hundred percent understand what you're saying. <laughs> And so there's one thing you said, and it was actually a question I had planned for you: of you didn't want that big culture shock straight away,、uh, moving to North America and like starting maybe with an Asian country was a good idea. Do you feel that that helped you for the future, and it was actually sort of an easier step than if you'd had moved straight to Canada? We often think, I know from the outside, sometimes. People will say, "Oh, but you're you're European and you're moving within Europe. It's going to be easy. It's the same、mm. thing." <laughs> I don't agree with that. But you, like, how did you feel? Wow, yeah, that's amazing. Yes. So me actually, you know, having lived in Singapore definitely, definitely helped me moving and adjusting、yeah. myself to Canada, hundred percent. And it's so funny that because you mentioned about European,、uh, you know, moving within Europe as well. Like I thought before moving to Singapore, ah,、oh, come on, it's Asia,、yeah. it's gotta be the same. the same. We are all Asia. <laughs> oh my goodness, it's very different. <laughs> <laughs> So, oh my gosh! Like, I'm so glad that I didn't jump right to North America right away because, oh my gosh,、right. like, you know, I was not prepared for that. So, like, <laughs> you know, even Singapore, I had a culture shock. Even Singapore, I had I had to adapt to new culture. Even it was Asia. So,、oh, wow. yeah. So definitely. Okay, and what was the hardest in terms of that culture shock within Asia? I mean, like. I know that you also lived、uh, just a short period of time in Japan. So、uh, yes. Korea and Japan are quite similar in terms of like culturally、okay. speaking. We have like especially like workplace, you know,、uh, hierarchies that we have,、yeah. and we work overtime. Now it's getting better, Korea, but like、mm-hmm. still, like the culture, like especially workplace culture, is very different. Okay, and it's 
is a homogeneous country. Everyone speaks Korean, and you know we can't speak mm. English, but I, I would say like over ninety percent of population, ninety five percent, are Korean. Korean, right? I think so. <laughs> Don't quote <laughs> me, but majority of people <laughs> check. <laughs> but in Singapore, it's like. It's Asia, but like it's very westernized. So, like you know, for instance, I remember when I first moved to Singapore, the office. Like when I was working in Korea, my colleagues are all Korean, right? But okay. in Singapore, my colleagues are from all around the world. Like, like mm-hmm. maybe like Singaporean, Malaysian, Hong Kong, from China, Thailand, Australia. Like so many different nationalities there. So that was like right. again like culture shock to me, and then. Korea, like as I said earlier, we work over time. We kind of like there's a hierarchy system. So sometimes like we think something, but we just like not express that much in front of our boss right. and something like that. Now it's yeah. changing, but back then it's like ten years ago. So, but then like in Singapore, because it's westernized uh, Asian country. People don't expect you to work overtime, and even if you work overtime, or even if you're just like, "Hey, I'm working so hard," people people tend to think that you're not working in a smart way. You're not efficient. Yeah, I mean, so that's like you're not going to be valued for that. Exactly, exactly. You're not valued for that. Whereas Korea is like, "Oh my gosh, you're working so hard! Wow, let me reward you." But it was opposite. So. That was like very refreshing to me. Yeah. So it's a it's a culture shock to me in a good way. <laughs> in a good way, of course, in a good way. We don't want to work overtime. <laughs> work life balance, <laughs> of course. <laughs> All right. And so, how was it adapting to this workplace with this international culture suddenly? Initially, it was difficult. It's not like even though I was able to speak, yeah, I spoke English, but yeah. speaking English is one. But the culture difference is totally another thing. Even if you you communicated English, but the totally、mm. different culture, you, you definitely need to adjust to the new culture very well. So, but back then, the first company that I was hired, there, you know, I had some Korean colleagues as well. So they actually really helped me a lot with adjusting、right. to new culture because, like, they are Korean, so they know how I feel. Where they know <laughs> exactly where I'm coming from. Oh, I don't understand, you know, this thing, and then they would. Kind of like chime in and explain what's the、mm. what what's the behind and because like in Asia,、uh, I don't know about too much about France, but like for example in Asian Asian culture, there like you need sometimes like in certain situation you need to read between the lines,、yeah. you know. Yeah, even though like you, you say, oh, like do you wanna do you wanna take on the project? Oh yes, and the yes intonation can mean a lot of things, small、mm. little things,、uh, situations、yeah. like that. You need to read between lines. And、uh, yeah, my Korean colleagues really helped me a lot, and also my、uh, Singaporean friends. She she really helped me a lot as well to adjust the new 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 culture. But still, Singapore is Asian culture, so definitely compared to the Netherlands and Canada,、mm-hmm. to me it was much easier. Yeah, yeah, it was that first step. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, let's fast forward then to the next experiences. First, what was that element that made you? Leave Singapore and say, "Okay, I'm ready for the next move." Yeah. So I've at that point I lived in Singapore for four years already. I, as I said in the beginning, I knew that I wanted to move to North America. So I, I was like, kind of like thinking of moving to Canada or Australia or or the USA. You know, I was thinking. I I didn't actually plan to move to the Netherlands. However,、mm-hmm. <laughs> I had a I had a boyfriend back then, my ex.、Uh, it didn't work out. <laughs> but, 
that happens. <laughs> that happens. So, so I moved there for my personal reason, 100%. Okay. Yeah. But of course, I didn't want to, as I said, I always wanted to do some vibe check. I wanted to travel mm. first to make a big decision. So I traveled to the to Amsterdam, I think twice before I make a decision to make sure okay. I really like this city and everything. So yeah, it's very different vibe uh, compared to Singapore. Singapore is very fast paced, right? But Amsterdam is very like, how to say, like cute, cozy, like mm. super European vibe, a little bit more yes. like slow paced. So very different, but I really loved it. So um, it's a good experience overall good experience right <laughs> and did you stay in the netherlands although it didn't work out uh, or was that your cue to like leave again pack up and go yeah because as i said i always knew that i wanted to move to north america so that didn't work out uh so and there were other multiple like other personal reasons as well but i decided to mm. move back to korea and then i didn't know what to do i was like okay let me just like get a job in korea and figure until i figure things out mm. uh so i was working in korea for a year plus and then i realized that okay i love my home country but i prefer living abroad <laughs> so <laughs> so i was like okay it's time it's now or never so so uh, what do you prefer <laughs> in living abroad Okay, there's a someone someone told me about this one. I don't remember the exact word. It's less lonelier if you be, if you are a stranger in a in a in a foreign country or something mm. like that. I don't know. I, yeah. Sorry, but you know what I mean, yeah. right? It's funny. I felt that. Oh, wow. Coming back to France. Really? Where, yeah, I felt it lonelier than abroad because. In a way, you come back home, you come back knowing you have friends mm-hmm. and not thinking you're going to be lonely. Yeah. But you come yeah. back and everyone's moved on, you know, everyone's in their life. And so you're trying to refit in that whole thing, but everyone's involved and you've evolved also. The connection, of course, is still there. You still have friends. I'm not saying that, but I, I felt it can feel a bit lonely until you rebuild I'm actually acting as an expat in Paris where like rebuilding my network yeah. that's a lot more international now in Paris than <laughs> French. <laughs> I'm a so you have more international friends in Paris than French uh, friends. That I see more often, yeah. <laughs> you know, but I, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. 100%. But, no, I totally get it. Yeah. Whereas yeah. when you move abroad, you know, it's normal. You're expecting exactly. at the beginning. Exactly. Yeah. It's normal. And I think that's where the subtlety is. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's so true. Because like when I move back home, I feel like it's it's more difficult in, in many ways. And, you know, yeah. But when I'm abroad, hey, I'm alone anyway. I have to rebuild. I have to rebuild everything here. I have you're to build. It. Yeah, I'm expecting it, right? So even if yeah, I feel And you're lonely, discovering. Okay. So exactly. You're, you're, you know, you're you're attracted by different things. You're mm. always on the move because everything's new. Mm-hmm. When you go back home, you don't Okay, what's up here? <laughs> I know. And like, do you feel the way as well? But like, for me, like, you know, I I was born and raised in Korea for like over 20 years, right? But then even like, after living abroad for a while, when I come back to Korea, I'm experiencing, experiencing some culture shock. I don't know. I can't explain what that specific culture shock that I'm experiencing. But like, certain things, oh my gosh, people do that here? 
but I'm Korean, mm-hmm. but I cannot even say out loud to my friends in Korea because they feel like they they might see me like some, some weird because I'm Korean. Yeah. I guess <laughs> <laughs> this is interesting here because yeah, do you do do you also feel that way sometimes? Uh, a little less now, but yeah, it's a bit of the like you've embraced the expat culture and mm. so almost forgotten what happens and also things have changed in mm. the country that you haven't seen evolve like new trends or mm-hmm. you know and yeah maybe you don't go to that neighborhood anymore but now the vibing neighborhood is this place mm-hmm. or... yes yes i go you mean all right <laughs> <laughs> so canada <laughs> yes canada you know everyone asked me the same question why canada like <laughs> No, what, what, like do North you, America. Do, yeah, like why Canada? Do you have like friends there? Like you know, what's the reason why you moved to Canada? I don't honestly because I'm asked that question so many times. I wanted my answer to be like something super interesting, something very mm-hmm. fascinating. But I honestly don't have a great answer. It was a super logical decision for me. Okay. <laughs> I, you know, like as I said, I, I'm a planner. I need to plan things yeah. out. Just my personality. I need to know what's expected. You know what I mean? I'm a. Okay. I, I like adventure. I like taking risk. But I, I try to mitigate the risk as much Measure. as I can. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> So Canada is honestly is a very logical decision. I wanted to live abroad. I wanted to immigrate to, you know, English speaking countries. Then narrow down into like four choices: UK, mm-hmm. uh, Canada, USA, Australia. Right. Yeah. Uh, and then USA is a little bit, you know, difficult to immigrate. And you know, I don't know. Like it's such a big country. I don't know. You know, east west. I had no idea. So I traveled to UK, you know, before and Australia. And Canada, I was like, you know, between like Australia or Canada. So I traveled to Australia and Canada yeah. once again before I make a decision. But then, yeah, I come all across the globe. <laughs> and I don't know, it's so weird. I I did a vibe check again. I don't know. This is like yeah. such an intangible emotional thing but mm. I felt more comfortable in Canada you know I also lived in, in Vancouver for two months when I was young so maybe that's why I felt more comfortable uh, with Canada and uh, Canada is such a di- diverse country I, c- I could see myself living living here yeah. so okay it was a super logical decision to be honest <laughs> yeah <laughs> and so how did you make that move yeah, so so Canada is a bit interesting um, in, in terms of like work, you know, immigration and stuff like this. It's a little bit different from like, for example, Singapore and other European countries as well. Canada is a usually you immigrate. Most of the cases you immigrate okay. and you get the permanent residency and then, you know, you work in Canada. Of course, there are different cases. Uh, so I uh, studied for one year in Canada and then while studying, I got a job and I was working and studying at the same time. Mm-hmm. And then uh, and then I applied for my PR and then got my permanent residency and I was working in Canada. And then, yeah, so that's that's how I kind of transitioned to, yeah. to Canada. <laughs> and so, like, did it meet the expectations and match the vibe check that you just <laughs> <done>? <laughs> I mean, honestly, I don't know, like, if you if you resonate with me, but, like, when I first moved abroad, like, Sweden or Singapore, 
I had like huge expectation. Oh my gosh, when I'm yeah. in Sweden, oh, people are going to be like this. This is going to be so amazing. And Singapore and Netherlands as well. But like after experiencing different kind of like culture and different locations, I ha- I came to a conclusion that every place is somewhat similar. <laughs> ah, similar. <laughs> I mean, okay. The culture is different, but like, I mean, like every place is where human lives. So like mm. Canada, when it comes to Canada, I... You know, I didn't have like huge, huge expectation that I used to have. Like, for example, when I first okay. moved abroad, like you, you, you were not exposed to new cultures at all. But now mm-hmm. I'm at a point where I already experienced different cultures already. So yes. Canada, okay, I'm sure. You know, as long as I feel comfortable living there, as long as I could, I, you know, I'm, I can adjust myself to living in Canada, then I'm happy with that. So that's that's yeah. the expectation, you know, reasonable expectation. So. Yeah. Um, overall, I'm happy in Canada. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's it's refreshing because I I feel sometimes you just like put so much pressure of I want to blend in, and I want to do this, and this is on my list, and this is what's mm. going to happen, and yeah. you know that nothing happens like as you planned. Yeah. Of course. And and just going in and what you're saying is like I feel comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. And exactly. I think that just like changes everything because you finally settle yeah and I know I've been through these phases where you know constant questioning of should I be here maybe I'm not making the efforts or should Mm. I leave and and there was probably an uncomfort at some Mm. point Mm -hmm. and yeah it's just realizing okay I'm actually happy right now with this situation and I don't have to think about that should I leave should I stay maybe just like yeah take it in and stayed and <laughs> exactly but it's exactly. hard to yeah get back out of your mind I think especially when you have maybe your your family pressure going, mm. oh, why are you abroad come home or things like that oh, always your friends who don't necessarily <laughs> understand you know whenever you do a trip back it's like oh when are you coming back yeah exactly well, I'm settled so. yeah exactly Exactly. And I also understand that like, before I became an expat, I had like this idea, like aspirations, I guess, like, or Mm -hmm. even like myself and my friends uh, in my home country in Korea, for example, oh my gosh, you're living, you know, in in the Netherlands, living in Singapore, living in Canada, it would be so amazing. Like, how is it? But like, there are always like ups and downs. I think the expat life, of Mm -hmm. course, is amazing. You get to travel around, you get to meet different people, but also you become, you know, a lot of times you feel lonely, you miss home and you miss your family as Mm -hmm. well. There are pros and cons, but as long as I feel comfortable, I I think um, I'm okay. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Now, how did your family react actually when you announced that you were, when you started your expat life and said, I want to move abroad? Mm-hmm. I so my family knows that I am a little bit particular. <laughs> they know that they cannot stop me, no matter what. <laughs> so they know that there's no negotiations. <laughs> so yeah, it was more of like they have a choice to accept me or not accept it. So it's better to accept. It. <laughs> they accepted it and then you know but of course i make effort you know travel back to korea as much as i can and talk to them often you know make efforts but they know that you know you gotta do what you want to do so we can't we can't stop you it's your life. yeah 
how about how about yourself? Like, do you like did you have like a lot of freedom in terms of like moving abroad and living in different places? Yeah. Oh, I that's had good. Freedom because my parents had done it. I I grew up as an expat child, mm-hmm. and my parents had moved throughout their entire life. From yeah, I mean, I moved there with them to Ireland, South Africa, to Japan. Mm-hmm. After Japan, I came back to France. I started my studies. My parents stayed there, so we did like the first year and a half mm. where when I left home, I left the whole continent, you know? What? <laughs> <laughs> wow. I've been back from Tokyo to Paris and went from ah. living with my parents to seeing them like twice a year when I was 18, you know, which was wow. tough. Definitely so tough. You were alone in Paris when you were 18. Wow. Yeah. Mm, wow. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, it's big, big change there. Mm. So, I mean, it was no big surprise to them when, mm. you know, I moved for my studies. I did like a study abroad in the US. I did an internship in London for a guy. <laughs> As we do. We all, we all have this experience. <laughs> I was a bit more tense. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh gosh. <laughs> and when you make that decision, everyone somehow has opinions. When I announce this to my friends, oh my gosh, are you sure? You sh- you shouldn't do this. Let him move, move for you. You cannot move there. I'm like, oh, so many things. But like, no, I'm going there. I made a decision. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't try to appreciate me. <laughs> yeah. So decisions we learn. We, we learn the best ones. Exactly. Learned, you know. <laughs> um so yeah. They knew they had like given that to me. And so when I moved back to Ireland, they were, I mean, they were definitely happy and proud, but I know my mom was a little bit, she was a bit sad to see me, yeah. even though we weren't living in the same city. And that's what mm. I felt very strange is we weren't living in the same city. I mean, it was only a two hour train ride, obviously, which is pretty easy, but I didn't go down that often either. I would go down for weekends. Okay. But Maybe I'd go down like once a month or mm. once every two months. And so in my head, it's like, well, I'm only moving to Ireland. I mean, it's a two-hour flight. And it's not as if I'm here every day. But for her, it was yeah. it was still that difference, that extra step. And indeed, I think I hadn't realized that it is more complicated, you know, to fly yeah. than just the train, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> it's closed. So yeah. Easy enough. <laughs> yeah I feel like for parents I think I feel like you know if you know even if like that's what my parents told me like even if like I don't live in the same city they feel mm-hmm. close to me because just just knowing that I live in the same country yeah, yeah it's easier also for them I'd say to, to come up you know, yeah on a random trip and things like that there's less planning <laughs> yeah exactly exactly so, yeah it was mixed feelings they were definitely happy mm-hmm. um and nostalgic because I was going back to Ireland where I'd grown mm. up with them. So mm, 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 mm. <laughs> <laughs> shifting gears a little bit, do you want to say a couple of words about Hey Globally or the podcast? Yeah, sure, sure. So I before I launched Hey Globally, I worked in the tech mm-hmm. industry for about eight years. And then I think like during pandemic, everyone is like thinking about like their life and everything. And then like, okay, what do I want to do? And then, you know, <laughs> what do I want to achieve in my life, et cetera. So I had a lot of, lot of like thinking, you know, self-awareness journey and et cetera. Mm-hmm. So I 
you know, because like I was looking at my whole life journey, I've been living abroad, I've been working abroad. And, you know, I really, you know, growing up, I felt like I love Korea. But I felt that, you know, I somehow I'm, I, I'm not, I'm not belong there. I don't know. It sounds so weird. <laughs> it sounds so weird. But then again, I remember I constantly tried to find places where I feel belong. But it's another topic. But like, <laughs> there's no place in the world. But we need to find within ourselves. However, but still, I believe yeah. that everyone deserves to live in a place where they feel the happiest. And that place was not Korea, even though I love Korea, my mm-hmm. home country. Um, and I feel definitely way more happier. Uh, living in Canada for me so that's why I was thinking that during pandemic okay so what's my mission what's my purpose as we all did (laughs) I know the purpose is a big word right so I yeah and I said I wanted to help other people aspiring expats and expats find you know jobs you know in a country Mm. where they feel the happiest it could be a job where you know with visa sponsorship where they can settle their life with you know, with their family or alone, or mm-hmm. nowadays after pandemic, remote work has been like super, like, you know, it becomes a norm. So many people want to travel around the world while working remotely. So that's the the backbone of, you know, me building uh, Hey Globally. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Hey Globally is a platform where we help like global talent, find jobs abroad, and also like connect those talent with global companies, companies. all around the world. So, so far we have about 40,000 global talent from over 50 countries, both technical roles and non-technical roles. So uh, yeah, I'm excited for the journey. Um, So, uh, and for the podcast, yeah, we're, me interviewing Pauline is coming up very soon. So please stay tuned. (laughs) Crossover episode. (laughs) So yeah, it's called Self, Self, uh, Self-Made Expats uh, Podcast with Lucy John, where I interview expats like yourself to really talk about their journey to inspire other aspiring expats and expats too because like for me i really enjoy listening to your podcast because you know even though they are living in a different countries uh countries now but i feel like understood we connect. when they- exactly <laughs> we connect we are the similar type of people i think like living abroad yeah. <laughs> it's like the leave the family <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh my gosh, yeah. I'm excited for Europe to be interviewed also. I think it's it's going to be a funny one. (laughs) (laughs) Let's move back to Canada and Mm -hmm. your recommendations. Oh! Yeah. Oh, yes, yes, yes. The I know, I love these parts. I prepared for that. So it's bar, restaurant, neighborhood. Can I share like, you know, some places in Singapore and some places in Toronto or sure. because I know a really amazing bar in Singapore. I traveled to Singapore last year. It was so good. So <laughs> Okay, bar in Singapore. <laughs> bar in Singapore is so good. It's gin bar. If you are a gin lover, you will love it. It's called <laughs> I feel like I'm a salesperson from there. So it's called Atlas. It's like A-T-L-A-S. Oh my yes. goodness. It's like when you enter that bar, you feel like you're in a Harry Potter, you know, whatever. Oh. It's so good. It's it's like it's European vibe. And there are so many jeans. And the uh, it's very cozy. It's very like, it looks fancy, but it's very cozy at the same time. 
Okay. Yeah, so I definitely 100% recommend that place if you're traveling to Singapore. And uh, restaurant, well, restaurant in Toronto. So if you love, I don't know, apple fritter, is it popular in, in France and Europe? Is apple fritter, is a, my friend recommended uh, me, it's a bakery, but like apple fritter. So there's a restaurant called the fourth man in the fire pizzeria. I'm gonna, I'm gonna okay. <laughs> I know it's long. It's, it's a long. long. Yeah, it's a long. Yeah, the fourth man in the fire pizzeria. Yes. So the, it's okay. a pizza place, but like their apple fritter is so popular. It's so good. So if uh, okay. anyone loves apple fritter, definitely go check make it out. For the, make room for dessert. <laughs> make room for dessert. Exactly. Exactly. And honestly, like a Toronto in Canada, it's like there you will find any cuisines. Like honestly, we mm. we are so diverse. So many immigrants living in Canada. So any any food. It's, and in terms of like I guess like a neighborhood, I would recommend like. In Toronto, uh, there is a beach area called Woodbine Beach. Uh, so okay. if you love nature, if you want to take a walk, and neighborhood is really amazing. There are beautiful houses there. So I highly recommend checking out Woodbine Beach uh, in Toronto. All right. If you go there. Okay, sounds good. We'll put it all in the comments. <laughs> and what about your song? Okay, so I prepared, I was thinking about that, and it might sound super cheesy, but uh, it's my, it's my honest answer. So my, yeah. my ex, so. <laughs> oh my god, this is so cheesy, <laughs> what I'm gonna say. So it's ex, my ex best song is, it's called <laughs> Big Girls Don't Cry by Fergie. <laughs> Have you heard oh, of this yeah. song? Big yeah, Girls Don't Cry. I remember, you know, ex best life is amazing, however, you feel I don't know, like for me, I, I had, it was in a situation where I've been forced to be independent. I had to figure things out mm. by myself. And there are so many things, uncertain things that I had to figure it out. So every single time I feel like, oh my goodness, like, am I going to be able to do that? Am I going to figure it out? Mm. Hey, don't cry. Big girls don't cry. <laughs> <laughs> and I turn on the song and they're just like, cry and don't, don't cry. I know, it's so emotional. Emotional break. My emotional breakdown song, actually. Breakdown song. <laughs> well, thanks so much, Lucy. Uh, I had loads of fun during this episode. <laughs> I was very happy to hear your story. Uh, cross share also. Thank you so much, Pauline. I, I'm, I had such a pleasure uh, speaking with you and uh, I can't wait to hear your story <laughs> next week. I, I really, really can't wait. I'm super excited. <laughs> Likewise. Lingoda is providing a special offer for this month of November only with 30% off sprint challenges and for Meet the Expat listeners, get 20 euros off extra. Just sign up using the code Meet the Expats guys thanks for listening i hope you enjoyed the episode as usual you can find everything linked in the comments and if you enjoyed the episode please put a rating on apple podcast or spotify you can also contribute through tp and stay tuned for the next episode 